go. What's going on, y'all? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sandbox Podcast. It's a platform where we learn how to lead well with other leaders. Let's go. The sun is shining. Let's get started. Coming to you live from the good land, it's your boy Tyler Richardson, and welcome to another episode of the Sandbox Podcast. What I want to just jump into today, maybe a little bit of a shorter snippet form of an episode, but what I really want to hammer today is going to mix with the level of mood I'm in right now. So basically, the topic for today's episode is going to be get good or be the best or really grow in getting or being mad. Be really good at getting mad. And this is what I mean by that. Uh, I think sometimes in life we see where our infrastructures are, where our organizations are, where our careers are, where our just normal day-to-day relationships and how our life ebbs and flows. We see how it goes. Uh, We don't see a lot of traction where we wish we saw it or we don't see a lot of graduation from where we think we should be going into and it creates in us this kind of mundane every day's the same kind of groundhog day effect and i think what happens is is we lose the ability to get really good at getting mad getting mad about where we are getting mad about why things keep staying the same getting mad everything from our bank accounts being too low or getting mad that we don't feel like we're getting enough appreciation and letting that mad quote unquote stir up some motivation towards movement to change something about that. Whether that be getting into a different job where you would be appreciated or uh, keep working till you get a a better idea or a higher up client or whatever it might be that pushes you up another level. And what makes that movement happen is that you have to stay mad at where you are. It doesn't mean that you're ungrateful. It doesn't mean that you're not even in some capacity satisfied. But I think to have true motivation, true motivation towards movement has to come from not accepting where you are. You can be grateful for where you are without accepting where you are. You can also accept where you are and think you're grateful, but really you're just settling. You're not really grateful, you're just settling. And I think we have the opportunity to do above uh, above that type of lifestyle. Um, uh, I just came out of a songwriter's uh, session where basically a group of songwriters come together and they meet with a publisher. And uh, the publisher goes over certain songs and Gives them their thoughts, you know, either before they pitch them to artists or before um, they tell you to rewrite something, so on and so forth. If you've never heard of a meeting like that, it's kind of stressful because everybody is giving you their baby. This is my song I wrote. This is my idea I had, and I'm putting it on the chopping block for you to rip to pieces and say it's a beautiful baby or it's the ugliest baby I've ever seen. And so it's a bunch of people kind of setting themselves up for either a great day or a horrible day. This happened to be a horrible day for me. It was, uh, everybody else was seemingly either good, not necessarily great, but at least a solid good. Um, And the lady went to me and boy, she just was just not having it. And it was up, down, left, right, sideways. I mean, it was, she was just not having it with this song. She didn't like uh, probably 17 different things about it. 
And so she's going through all of these things, and I'm sitting there, you know, just taking my licks. It's just is what it is. I just sitting there, I'm like, yeah, great, yeah, good point for sure. Can't wait to work on that because obviously you have to have a good attitude. <laughs> and uh, in my brain, I'm just like, man, I, I'm ready for this session to be over. I'm ready to get out of here. Just, just anything to escape this madness. And I started watching her critique other people's songs. And I would look at the demeanor and the attitude of the people she'd be critiquing and the quality of songs that she would be critiquing. And it stirred up in me this, I don't know how to explain it, except this anger of, I know, this may not have been the best song I've ever written, but I know, and I'm not saying this to be whatever, so hopefully y'all can hear me. When, when I'm saying this, I was sitting there thinking, I know I can write better songs than this person, this person, this person. This person. I know that I can do it. So I'm either going to sit here in this moment and I'm going to pout and I'm going to say, nobody ever gives me any fair chances. Uh, it's not fair. They like them more than me. It's not fair. Uh, they just had a lucky week and I could have given a better song. I just, I picked the wrong one to pitch, whatever. And I could have just let that put me in a place where I settle for, you know, it just is what it is. You'll get them next time, you know, whatever. Or I could let some anger happen to be pushing me to an angle where I believe it was Steve Martin one time who made the statement, be so good that they cannot ignore you. It kind of stirred in me this anger of, I'm going to basically force you to take songs in the future because they're so good. Instead of, well, you know, maybe I could take it, maybe I couldn't take it. I like it pretty good. It's not the best song I ever heard, but you know, it's pretty good. It's better than some of the other ones we've heard. We'll, we'll rock and roll with this one. No, I want to give you something that you feel like a complete idiot if you don't take I want to be out of this seat of feeling like I have no control, no say-so, that I am actually in the driver's seat deciding this. Even though you feel like you are deciding this, I am actually, through my determination, deciding what is happening right now. And if I'm going to determine what is going to happen, it means I need to make some immediate changes and put into action a totally different attitude of how I'm going to approach either this songwriting or a rewrite of a song, whatever. And I think that spreads to so many avenues. You can be in a certain situation and really just be so frustrated that it's not working out the way you want it to work out. And maybe it is your fault it's not working out that way. Or maybe you've done everything you can do and it's just still not working out. Whatever the... Whatever it is that's put you in the place you are, maybe you used to be mad and now you're not as mad anymore, or maybe you came to remember the last time you were mad, you just kind of exist. I think we have the opportunity to get ourselves mad again and put ourselves motivated into motion to change what we are doing. If we're going to be leaders who lead leaders and not just leaders who lead people, we have to constantly stay motivated towards forward motion. Constantly motivated towards forward motion. And the only way you're constantly motivated towards forward motion is by not at on any level being uh, content to stay where you are content and satisfied with good enough being good enough. Staying angry and mad that you know you have the capacity and the capability to reach further than where you are and you're not there. Now, I know sometimes we can hear things like this and what that means is, well, 
you can be, you know, let's say you could be, you're making $100 an hour. That's a great job. Let's say you're making $100 an hour, but you feel like you could be making $1,000 an hour. I'm not just saying uh, a carnal way like that. I'm not just saying, you know, you could have three boats, but you only have one, or you could have a Mercedes and you only have a Honda. I'm not saying that. Uh, that could apply depending on your situation, but what I'm really talking about is seeing your cap uh, the capacity of your capability, what it could hold, how it could stretch, how it could reach, and if you are letting that reach its fullness, or if you're just satisfied that it's at least working better than somebody down the street, or it's at least working and being a little bit more successful than someone down the hall for you at your workplace. You, uh, if you, if we make sure that we have uh, a target to reach our full capacity instead of making sure that we only reach further than the people around us, although we can clap our hands and pat ourselves on the back that we may be going further than this person, this person, or making a little bit more money than this person, this person, or for leaders that we have a little bit more quote unquote authority than this person, this person. That, I mean, that's all well and good, but that has nothing to do with the reality of the fullness of capacity of capabilities that you and I have. And I think if, if we stay angry at uh, not that we are not fully in charge and that we haven't made it because you're always making it day by day. But I don't think, uh, uh, I don't think the enemy is arriving. I do think the enemy is not striving towards a higher place of arrival, if that makes sense. You're never going to wake up one day and you've just figured it all out. Everything is great. You've made the money you want to make. You've done everything you can do. And now you're just early retirement hanging out. But I do believe uh, the only way to see how far you can go is by refusing to stay content with where you are. Where you are and where you could be is always a journey. It doesn't matter if you're 99 years old or if you're 19 years old. Where you are and where you could be is a day-to-day -day journey. And I don't think we can reach where we could reach unless we stay angry. Um I hope that makes sense. I know I know the language can kind of trip us up. Uh, and, and again, I'm not saying angry in the sense of uh, nothing ever works out. I hate the money I make. I hate the car I drive. I'm not talking to angry like that. I'm talking angry in I cannot afford to ever settle into the idea that good enough is good enough. I, I, I can always be full of gratitude and satisfied in what the Lord has provided for me and what the Lord is doing in my life and reach further. Both can coexist. I can reach further without spitting on where I am right now because where I am right now makes what I want to reach towards possible. So obviously I'm not spitting on where I am or where I've been because all of that paves a road to drive towards the future. What I'm wanting to make sure is that I don't get so excited at my paving a road that I just stay paving the road and I never drive on it. That's what I'm talking about. So wherever it is in your workplace and in your influence, whatever it is in the sphere, maybe you're just leading the mailroom or maybe you are leading a large organization, stay with a mad um, target inside, if that makes sense. There's a target towards staying angry 
and being really good at staying mad to make sure that there is a movement towards motion that you, the people you lead and the leaders you lead go further than what anybody thought was possible because you refuse to not uh, pass up the opportunity to stay angry. And again, not not being ungrateful, not being constantly on this hamster wheel of got to do more, got to be more, got all that, all that stuff. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about making sure you reach the fullness of the capacity of your capabilities. And I think that is where so much change can happen, where so many awesome things can happen. But you only see it when you keep reaching, when you put uh, one foot in front of the other. Y'all remember that song? Uh if we just push forward, I think it would be amazing to see what we can accomplish. You, me, all of us will be so much better for it. So thank you so much for listening. Can't wait to see y'all again or talk to y'all again next time. So in the meantime, stay angry, stay nice, and remember, as always, play nice in that sandbox.